the Lord to be here. Grace and peace to you this morning from God our Father and from our loving Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If I could direct you back to the Gospel reading account of the Transfiguration in Matthew 17. So many different facets of that wonderful account and passage, and it's uh, alluded to in both the Old and New Testaments that Nancy shared. But uh, basically three words <clears throat> jump out for my uh, purposes and ours this morning. Closing words of verse 5 in Matthew 17. While Peter was still speaking, a bright cloud enveloped them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. We pray. Gracious God, may our hearts and our minds be open to your words this morning. So that we receive what you are offering us, put into practice what you are teaching us. And that we find life and all hope in what you promise us. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I think I have your text out in front of you there for reference, and if you're using the sermon notes, it's time to get that in hand and, and ready to, uh, to respond to. <clears throat> Listen to him. <laughs> Little Holy came home from school another black eye. And Lena asked, have you been fighting again? Yeah, I'm sorry, Mom, he said. And Lena went on to say, I told you the next time you lost your temper to count to ten. Well, I did, said little Oli. But Lars' mom told him he only had to count to five, so he hit me first. Depending on who you listen to can determine whether you win or lose. Depending on who you listen to can, depend, can determine whether you succeed or you fail, like in telling an opening joke. But uh, <coughs> it's just in my blood. So <coughs> if... Uh, if I could ask the question of the day, it is addressed on your, your outline there. Who do you listen to? Who do you listen to? Is there one voice? Is there one source that gets your primary attention and your ear? Well, who we listen to as a question is answered for us divinely in the gospel here. Where God tells us. God tells us in this glorious account of the transfiguration of his beloved son who he loved and claimed. He says, listen to him. Listen to him. 
The audience there is these three disciples who will go down and take the message to the world, including you and I here this morning. But God is saying of Jesus, his son, the final words there of verse 5, listen to him. And as I shared with the kids, we listen to him by listening to the word of God. <coughs> listen to him, says the heavenly father of his beloved son. Listen to him. Above all other voices calling to you. And there are many voices calling to you. Trying to get your attention. Yet God says listen to Jesus first. And if we listen to Jesus first. He becomes the filter for all those other voices. That will fall in place or go silent as we truly and singularly listen to Jesus. We have been listening to Jesus specifically as he has spoken to us, as the Holy Spirit has spoken to us through the Gospels of Matthew and John since our church year began last December. And even in those short months, as we've moved only a, a short distance into the life and the ministry of Jesus, we've heard some very powerful statements. We've heard some very powerful and moving things about our Lord, about who he is about where we fit in with Jesus. We've learned about how powerful he is, why he came, and what he wants to do for us as we listen to him. So who and where and how and why and what are the five considerations I'd like to attend to today. And as for who Jesus is, again, our Advent season and from there on spends that section of Scripture in those weeks, week in and week out, bringing Jesus out of the scene. And as far as who he is, we get it loud and clear at his baptism. And again, this tracks back several weeks perhaps into January, where Jesus at his baptism again saw the clouds part, the heavens open, the dove descend, and the voice of God claim him as his beloved son. Who is Jesus? He is God's beloved son. As Advent and Christmas and Epiphany are all about getting ready for receiving the Messiah into our hearts and into our lives as the Savior, as the Servant King, Son of God. Here he is. Here he is at his baptism, standing in those baptismal waters with all the rest 
of humanity. Here Jesus is bringing the kingdom of reign of God into our lives personally in the flesh and for all to see. And Jesus wants us to hear him say, I am bringing, I am bringing the loving, creating, forgiving God of the universe into your midst. Sinful world. Believe it. Believe that I have come for you. That's who Jesus is. The Son and Savior. The Son of God. The Savior of humanity. And we hear it again today in the Transfiguration account. That's who Jesus is as to where we fit in. And again, we're kind of tracking back as to where we've been in the Gospel of Matthew and John so far. Like to those first fishermen, where we fit in, Jesus says to us, listen and come to me. Listen and follow me. Listen and stay with me. As God among us, Jesus wants us in his company. Jesus wants to have priority as the one that we listen to and that we follow. And as we come to Jesus, and as Jesus becomes our priority, we do what Jesus does. We do what Jesus does. We draw others to God. We fish for people to introduce to our Lord so that the kingdom can come to the eternal rescue of more and more who are otherwise lost. When it comes to how powerful Jesus is, again, think of his early ministry. He wants us to listen to his command over evil, over demons. He wants us to listen to his command over illness and sickness and disease. Again, those accounts early in his ministry that we have already read tell, we hear him tell demons to get out. We hear him tell diseases to be cured and it happens. That's the power of the word of Christ. And Jesus would have us listen and be strengthened by his word. And with that, given the assurance of his power and of our secure place then in the family of God as protected and beloved children who are delivered from evil and caringly provided for. As to why Jesus came, Jesus would have us tune in to his preaching and his teaching and his words, his words of life. Think of where we've been, the Beatitudes, the call to be salt and light. We've heard that, that Jesus came to fulfill the law 
so that as we listen to our Lord, we hear and grasp God's plan of salvation through him that goes beyond the signs and the wonders and the miracles all the way to the cross, all the way to our Savior's suffering and dying in our place. Certainly the miracles and the signs are significant and important for us to tune into. But I hear Jesus saying, listen to my message. Most of all, <clears throat> listen to my words and my message of God's love and God's forgiveness. Listen to my words of good news and everything else will find its place. <clears throat> Who, where, how, and why? Bringing us to what Jesus wants to do for us. What Jesus wants to do for us as we listen to him. As we listen to Jesus. As we listen to Jesus after our <clears throat> prayers for forgiveness and cleansing from our greatest affliction, which is sin. We hear Jesus say, be renewed, be freed in my compassion and in my love for you, and by the touch of my nail-scarred hands. And so the question that naturally comes up for me is, are we listening? Are we listening to what Jesus is saying and is offering to any all of us sinners who would come to him in our greatest need. Because what he says again is be renewed. Bring your damaged life and let me renew it. Let me restore it. Let me forgive it and grant you new and eternal life new and eternal life through my loving death and my victorious resurrection. Jesus says in wrapping this up, listen. And this is what I have for you as you listen. Forgiveness. Spiritual health and wholeness. And all of that forever and ever. So again, this, at this point in the, in the church year, at this point in our sequence in, in Matthew and Luke, we're just a very short distance into our Lord's ministry. But it is very long on blessings and instructions for life and salvation. So again, are we listening? Are we listening to Jesus every day? As he brings God's kingdom to us, as he calls us to himself and equips us to serve him, as he speaks and 
evil flees and sickness is healed. Are we listening as he makes clear that his message alone is what matters? And are we listening as he proclaims us pardoned and completely set free from sin? Is it any wonder that in all of the glorious mystery of this transfiguration account before us again today, Moses, Elijah coming from hundreds of years dead, the blinding light, all of that, all of that glorious mystery, is it any wonder that in all of that God closes that whole spectacular scene with one simple request, that we listen to his son. We listen to his son. And so in his holy name, I pray that we all do just that. We listen to Jesus. Because what he has to say will save our life forever. And give it a whole new meaning and a whole new